Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, my guest is Angel Tussie. Angel is an award-winning speaker, radio host, TV producer, best-selling author, and PR media specialist. She was awarded Most Influential Woman of the Year, Best Morning Talk Show, and Best Talk Show Team during her 10 years in broadcasting. Angel is a best-selling author of 14 published books, and she's been featured in countless others too. So I am super excited to welcome Angel Tussie to the show. Welcome, Angel. Sarah, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. So I'm so excited because, wow, the list of things that you've done in your life, and it is pretty awesome. Uh, Tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's so funny when people tell you that, like you're just living your life, doing what you do every single day. But I recently just moved to Orlando, Florida to be closer, closer to my kids. All three of my kids work at Disney World in Orlando, Florida for the last 10. Well, actually, it's now I guess it's closer to 13 years. I have been in media and broadcasting. I was a radio talk show host in Denver, in Denver, Colorado hosting two back-to-back radio shows every single day. I was the host of a positive business talk show and a host of a Christian lifestyle show. So I was hosting four hours of talk radio, learning all the insider secrets. I've interviewed over 5,000 guests. I've hosted over 2,500 broadcasts. And so now I take that show on the road. I teach entrepreneurs, authors, and coaches how to leverage the power of media and PR to get more visibility for their business, their book, and their brand. And I think that's just so inspiring. And actually, having worked in the industry yourself and now teaching other people how to do it, you've obviously got the inside secrets. Now, I know that my listeners are going through tough times right now, and a lot of them are having to reinvent themselves. Having been through a, a divorce myself, I know that you kind of get to that rock bottom moment, lose your identity a little bit and try to claw your way back out of it. Now, writing a book, I know that's something that you're a big fan of. Does everyone have a book inside them, do you think? I do. And most of the time when I stand in front of a a live audience and I ask how many of you want to write, have ever thought about writing a book, almost every hand goes up in, in the room. It is one of those bucket list items. And I understand, Sarah, I haven't been through through a divorce. My husband and I have been married for 28 years. But three years ago, I was dumped by my radio station where I was hosting, where I was hosting my back-to-back radio shows every single day. We went into the studio and five minutes before we were scheduled to go live on the air, they called us in and said, we've made a change. No conversation, no closure, right? To any of it. Just we've made a change. Five minutes later, I'm being escorted out of the building with my disco ball and my cardboard box. And within the next 24 hours, everything that had my voice or my image was completely deleted and erased. I was 48 years old. I was becoming an empty nester and my whole career just was just stolen, right? Instantly from me. And and in the next couple of days through some soul searching of what do I want to do and what do I want to be, which at that point, 
you could do anything, right? Like the world is your oyster, which is paralyzing to say you can be anything and do anything. It sounds like great. I have all the options in the world, but where do you even begin? And I went away for a weekend and I had this aha moment and I I was able to, in a weekend, flesh out what my new program would be. I was going to teach media exposure to entrepreneurs. I wrote out my whole program. I recorded the whole program and drafted the book to match it all. And so when it's right, sometimes it just flows out of you like water. And when you get rid of all the everybody else telling you what it should be and what it should look like, and you just listen to what's inside of you and release it, I think it will just release and come out. I totally agree. My book came from my divorce, actually, and and it was my story. And like your story, oh my goodness, to go in and within five minutes have your entire life turned upside down. I mean, I mean, that is crazy. A bit a bit like my divorce when I suddenly found out my marriage was over and I hadn't seen that coming too. And I, I guess there's a lot of similarities there because you've got the overwhelm, the betrayal, I guess. You you've got relationships with the people you worked with. And then your life isn't the same, is it? You're in a lot of pain. Do you think writing about an emotional experience, I mean, extremely negatively emotional, do you think like your story or or mine, do you think that's a, a good place to start with a book? Kind of. So I think that there's two books that most people, well, there's a book, right? I call that your heart story. And I believe that writing your story is so therapeutic. It helps you to process it. It helps you to heal, to write that story and to get it out. Whether or not that book needs to be published right now may not be the next step in your journey. What I teach is what I call your food book. And it's the book that puts food on the table. So ideally, you're going to teach something. You're going to attract the right client into your sales castle from the book that puts food on the table. And our heart book is generally just, here's my story, here's my breakthrough, and then there's, there's nothing after that. And if you're still going through the process to put yourself out there while you're still healing, you're going to attract a lot of stories that you might not be ready, you know, a lot of conversations you might not be ready to have yet. And so my recommendation, and this is just take this, you know, if it works for you, take it, if not, leave it behind, but write the story, heal, leverage the the healing properties of writing that story. And then later you can always come back and publish it when you've come out the other side and are ready to share it from a stage, right? To interview with it without breaking down into into tears and having it bring everything all up raw to the surface. Because if you are, as a published author, you are often invited to be interviewed, right? Radio and podcasts and stages, and they're going to ask you these questions. And so if you're not ready to have that conversation every week, again, then let's just put it in in the drawer and we'll publish it later. Does that make sense? That's such good advice. Oh my goodness. I mean, my book actually came out two or three years after my divorce. So I went through a lot of stuff. And also, I that was my food book as well, I guess, for me, because I went on to help people with getting over breakups. So I guess for me, that worked. But I can see for a lot of people writing about their divorce or their breakup could be quite, you know, whilst therapeutic, I agree, you know, traumatic to keep telling that story in the long run. But the food book, I love that term. So the food book, how do you find out what food is for you then? If you're, if you're starting from scratch, you're thinking, right, okay, I've done my heartbreak story. What's my food story? 
What's my food story? That's a great question, Sarah. And like you said, your heartbreak story was your food book because you are teaching people how to overcome and get to the other side. And so your story can be inside of that food book. But there's three three things that it has to fit into this category. And so if you think about like make a list, like you know, columns in a you know, three columns on a piece of paper. And on the first column, everything you're passionate about, right? What could you speak on? What have you been through? What has been your journey, your story? And what are things that people always ask you about or conversations tend to turn to anytime you're on the phone or in person? And and so make a list of all the things that you could passionately, if I was to hand you a microphone and say, without any preparation, what could you passionately speak on? for about 20 minutes, right? And so this could be an easy list of just to brainstorm and just just get the the ideas rolling of what you could write about. And the second column is now think about, are there other books on this topic? Are there people that are willing to pay for a book, pay for a course, attend a workshop, go to a seminar on this topic? And so if you start to match, all right, so these are things that people would be willing to buy a book on, right? And and to attend a workshop because you want to find customers, you want to find buyers. And then in the third column, we need to find media outlets and stages that are looking to interview and cover this topic um, in on their platform. And an easy way to find that is, well, so the easy way to find if there's books, right, is to go online and look at the online bookstores and see if there are books, see if there's workshops and seminars. An easy way to find out if there are media topic, media outlets covering it is to do a Google search right, on breakups. If I was to do a Google search on breakups and click on news, it would tell me, it would give me all the news outlets and all the media platforms that are covering that topic. And so when you find your sweet spot, I love talking about it. There's an audience that would buy something on it and there's platforms for me to speak on. Now you have that, that beautiful Holy Grail of this is what I'm going to go and speak on because you, you're going to speak on it every single week, right? Twice a week and, and share this out with audiences. So you definitely want to be passionate about it. Definitely want to monetize it and leverage other people's audiences to do it. I love that. And I think you're right. You know, it's, it's important to make sure there is a proven target market out there, people that want to buy your book that you were talking about in stage two, because you, know, you want to make sure there's people out there who want to buy your book and read it, but then also, you know, finding places where you can go and promote it. Now, I guess that might be quite daunting if you've never done anything like that before. And I guess writing a book is the first stage, but I think you'll be surprised having written two books. I mean, I wasn't good at English, like C minus D plus for the top grades I ever got in my essay writing. So writing a book, my English teacher, I should send her a copy, actually. She would be shocked. So it's not always the people that have got good English skills or good writing skills, right? Anyone can actually put a book together, right? Absolutely. It's so funny you say that. I almost, I got a D in public speaking in high school. You know, I could not, I had so much stage fright. I couldn't speak in front of my peers. I couldn't do anything in front of an audience. And I ended up hosting a radio show and now as a public speaker. So don't let past failures or past challenges dictate your future success, right? Those things can always be overcome. There's ghostwriters, there are services that can help you, but it's your story. You could even record it, you know, 10 minutes at a time and have that transcribed. And then it all goes, you know, I mean, you could have a professionally edited. So 
don't let anything hold you back from getting your story out there and just start. We have to start with something and it might be hard, but most good things are, right? To get to the other side, like to climb that mountain, to win that race, to win that championship, you got to go through some stuff, but we have it inside of us. Some days we're just lazier than others, right? So pick a day you're not feeling so lazy and get started that day. I think procrastination. I definitely had some of that when I was writing my first book. I was like, oh, what am I doing? And I think there's the fear of failure as well. What happens if I write it and it's not very good and nobody wants to buy it? So I guess you have to overcome all those things every day, don't you? And, And actually just, as you say, just start, start somewhere. You know, even if it's at the end, just start, just write something. It's good. Now, you talked earlier about monetizing it. Now, you know, for some people, writing a book might be a, a hobby or something they do as an accomplishment or a goal, like you said before, like a bucket list thing. How can you actually monetize a book? Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, Get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. How can you actually monetize a book? It's the ultimate side hustle. Um, And even current authors aren't necessarily selling their books. There's some sad statistics that say most authors sell less than 500 copies of their book over their lifetime. You know, they might go out and sell it to a handful of friends and family, do a few book signings in the beginning, but then it kind of just, you know, peters off a little bit. But it is the ultimate side hustle. Think about this number. Like if you were selling a book for about 20 US dollars, And you sold it to seven people a day, seven people that you messaged, you know, invited, asked, invite, tell, begged to buy your book. You could create about a $50,000 income stream, annual income stream, U.S. dollars. So that the average American makes about $47,000. So doing that without taking on clients without having to have a side job, no hours away from anything. You could still do you, right? Do whatever you were doing. That's only with seven books. If you were leveraging media interviews and you were being a guest on radio, magazines, podcasts, such as this one, and you encourage people to go and buy your book. If you do two interviews a week, that's a hundred interviews a year. That's a hundred audiences. If each audience, if you sold about 25 copies of your book, whenever you did an interview, and these are things you build up to, that's 200 copies a month. That's $5,000 a month. I mean, this is 
it's really fun math. And so you think about if there's something you want to invest in, a debt you want to pay off, you want to hire a coach, invest in some services, how many books do you need to sell? And you have your own revenue stream, your own income generator just by promoting your book. And a hundred sales a day, Sarah, is a million dollars. A hundred sales a day is a million dollars without adding any new customers to your database. Wow, that is crazy money. It's crazy money. It's crazy money. And it was, I discovered this just almost a year ago. I was on a road trip. We were driving from Denver to Florida and it's like a three-day trip. And I was listening to podcasts and I, you know, I had, at the time I was working with some different mentors and coaches about building that million dollar business. There's this gap, like there's all sorts of services that help small businesses get to that first six figure mark, right? How to get your first six figures and how to start a business. There's a lot of resources in that space. And I think there's probably a lot of resources for once you've hit that million dollar mark, different financial resources and coaching and mentoring once you've hit the million. But there's like this gap in the middle. You've hit some success, but haven't quite hit that million dollars. So I was working with a group of women to how do we fill this gap? Because it's where we all are. So I had this light bulb, aha, eureka moment, listening to these podcasts, thinking about the mentors, you know, some of the coaching I had been receiving, and they all just kind of went kaboom all in my head all at once that it was all in the book that most people will tell you there's no money in selling, you know, in in books, you sell it for the bucket list, right? Just to say I accomplished it to achieve the status of published author but they'll tell you all the money's in the back end with getting the clients and the services and the programs that you offer. But there is money in the book, but most people don't know how to create the traffic of selling those books, which is where media exposure, the secret sauce that I brought to the table. And so we came back in September, we started testing it. I'm about to publish my 15th book, Sarah. But when we started testing it, my first book, the book I published over 10 years ago in December, sold 151 copies in December, testing out this method. A book I had written 10 years ago, I was making money on still today. So write your book, publish your book, tell your story, find an audience, and then go and share it on platforms. Wow, that's so exciting. I mean, gosh, when you actually think through the numbers and just what a difference that would make to your life to create an income stream. And that's within you. You don't have to apply for a job. You don't have to go to interviews. You don't have to write your CV. You don't have to take the rejection. You just sit down and you create something. It's got to be good, but you've got to create something yourself. It comes from you. I mean, that's just very liberating, especially coming out of a breakup or a divorce where maybe you're you're thinking, gosh, how am I going to get a job? This could be a really seriously good way to consider moving forward. So, I mean, I've taken two different routes. One, I went with the publisher. And when you go with the publishing deal, in my experience, you don't make much money because the publisher has a lot of the rights and all the other things that come with that contractual agreement. Um, Whereas when I self-published a book, like you say, it's a very different thing because you control that. So is that the route you would recommend taking with a book? You know, I've worked with both. I've had clients that have gone both routes. And so in this particular demonstration, this is self-publishing. It's on-demand printing, so there's no inventory, there's no upfront costs. You allow the platform to handle all the distribution, all the fulfillment, all the printing. It's very minimal that, I mean, you could do it on a shoestring budget if you wanted to. You know, you buy, you know, pay for editing, pay for nice graphic design and formatting. There's some different levels of things that you still want to invest in. 
but at the end of it, you own the rights. You could sell them out of your trunk of your car if you wanted to, but I don't really want you to be in the fulfillment business. Let the companies handle the fulfillment, let them handle that and just send you a check at the end of the month. Sounds good to me. That really does. This is a fascinating topic because you know, I think this is something that's within everybody's reach. Um, if you've got the you know passion, you can find that thing to write about. And also one of the things I found from my books is that you can create courses from that, as you mentioned, can't you? You can go on and create maybe a little workshop. Tell us a little bit about how that could work. So this is also brilliant. We've got all of this education, all this talent, all this experience that we dismiss of it having any value. But I tell my clients, what you think is ordinary, what is ordinary to you is magic to other people. They are fascinated. They want to learn from you. And even if you're just a couple steps ahead, you don't have to be an expert leaps and bounds. You're a month ahead, right? A year ahead of them of where they were. And you're giving them hope by sharing your story. Like get out of your own way. <laughs> like just, yeah. just get out, get out of your own way. Also, one of the things that I talk about a lot is boosting your confidence and taking your control back over your life. Mm -hmm. If you've written a book, do you think that it can boost your self-esteem about yourself and how you feel? Absolutely. I mean, you are an author and especially as entrepreneurs, a lot of times our family, our friends, they don't get it. They don't understand like, what do you do? How do you make money? Like that doesn't make any sense to them and they don't know how to support you. But as an author... They know exactly how to support you. I can buy your book. I tell my friends, I know an author. It helps them to support you. Well, I remember you're talking about turning them into, turning it into a course. Yes, into a course, yeah. And of course, you think about when, when you hear a song on the radio, you hear a song, you can go and download the the single, right? You get it on iTunes, right? Get it in your phone, get it on demand. You can download that. And if you really, really like it, You'll buy the CD, right? You'll own the CD so you can have it on demand, the whole thing. And then you go to the concert because you want to experience even more, right? Like that that experience of hearing that song live from the band. And then if you become a, a super fan, you want to go backstage and you go to multiple concerts and you listen to them over and over again. Will you also, right? They hear your book. Now they're going to want, well, what? how can I get more from you? How can I go a little deeper? And so offering some digital programs, some pre-recorded videos and classes is the perfect next step for them. And then maybe they want to work with you privately or they want to come to a live event or they want to, you know, do group coaching or buy the items that you recommend. You become an influencer in their lives and they become these raving fans. So the book opens the door to multiple revenue streams, programs and courses and products and services and affiliates and collaboration. But, you know, before you like, oh, my gosh, I have to do all that. Just write your book. Like, get just start with writing the book and watch how the other opportunities reveal themselves in the process. Absolutely. And I think that happened to me. You know, you write, you know, when I wrote my first book, I sort of did a little book launch. And it was really fun. I was really mainly friends and family. And some of my clients came along at that point. I'd already started coaching. But then actually the opportunities that come from it, you can't stop that. They just keep on coming and the opportunities keep on coming. And you end up doing things you'd never think you'd ever, ever do. So, I mean, I think it's about keeping an open mind and not thinking, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. Just getting in, just taking the plunge, take that first step. It is. And they'll ask you, right? You know, Angel, do you have, do you have a course, right? Do you have a this? Do you have a program? Do you have a 
Are you hosting events? Are you hosting retreats? And so it builds, but it builds slowly and it builds as, you know, the demand, as the demand from your audience builds, you'll be able to create it. And I promise you, there's so many resources out there. There's so many tools for automating, for creating programs. It's easier. It's easier now than ever before. And you can seriously turn on your Zoom and, you know, record yourself speaking. You could, even if you don't have a PowerPoint or a presentation, you could have a whiteboard behind you. You could record it and upload it. And you could have a course like that, that is selling online digitally and you, it's scroll money, right? You wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, look, somebody enrolled in my course. Look, somebody bought my program. And you had, you weren't even there. And especially most podcasts are pre-recorded, And so the ability to clone yourself, right? You, this could drop at a time that is in the middle of the night for you. You could end up being on vacation and people are opting in and starting to check out and enroll in your program. Until you've been inside, you don't even realize the world of opportunity that is begging for you to jump in. Well said. And I think what you said about friends and family don't really get it. And they ask, how does it work? And isn't it really stressful working for yourself? And yeah, and I think I think you definitely have to, you know, enjoy what you're doing and you've got to, you know, want to put the hard work in because that's essential if you're self-employed. But they don't teach you that at school, do they? How, well, when I was at school, they never taught you that. They said, well, let's see. I went to the careers teacher and she sat me down. Mrs. Skinner, her name was, I'll never forget. She said, well, Sarah, I think you could be a teacher or an accountant. And I was just horrified. I was like, well, I don't really enjoy school. I wasn't ever one of those kids with my Ds and my C minuses. And I was like, oh, no, or an accountant. And I was terrible at math. So that wasn't really for me. But, you know, coaching or being an entrepreneur, back in the day, that wasn't something that was really taught. So I guess it is outside of a lot of people's comfort zones. But it's easier than you think, isn't it? You know, and I think this, these last couple of years, year and a half has really opened up, opened up our minds that maybe we could do something different. Maybe we could run something from home because we had to this year connect with people virtually. We had to use technology to stay connected and really give ourselves a chance to say, is that really the direction that I want my life? What else is possible? And being an, an author and being an entrepreneur, Truly, I think anything that you're going to do and be successful at, you have to go 100% all in. You can't wishy-washy. I'll kind of try it. I'll kind of dabble in it because you'll get dabble results. If you truly want to go this route, you have to be 100% all in. The success will come quicker if you are. But all in doesn't mean 100 hours. All in doesn't mean you couldn't also do, you know, have a you know, still have a job. And if you have one, that's the investor in your own, in your entrepreneurship business. But if you don't have one, just know that there's so many ways that you could, could take care of your family and provide financially and working for somebody else isn't the only answer to that. That's very inspiring, Angel. Thank you. So if people want to find more out about you, where can they go? Oh, Sarah, thank you. I have put together a media starter kit. 
And in this media starter kit, it gives you a full year of attention grabbing headlines that you can send to journalists, press release ideas, everything just to get you started, get your foot in the door and start thinking about how do you leverage media and publicity to grow your business, your book and your brand. And it's all complimentary at my website, makeyourbigimpact.com. That's makeyourbigimpact.com. That's amazing. Everyone should go straight over and download that because that sounds incredible. Are you on social media as well, Angel? I am Angel Tussie, T-U-C-C-Y. I'm on Facebook, Facebook, Angel Tussie, Instagram, Angel Tussie, LinkedIn, Angel Tussie. It's all Angel Tussie. Okay, well, we can go find you. Now, I have one more question that I ask all my guests who come on my podcast. My podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness. And I think it's really important for everyone to know what happiness is for them. So you can spot it along the way, even when maybe you're procrastinating over writing your book or going through a breakup. So what is happiness for you, Angel? Oh, wow. Wow. What a profound question to ask. Because I don't think we, we don't really think about that. I think happiness for me is when I'm not stressed out. I'm not stressed out or freaked out about what it is that's happening on my day that I'm, even if it's hard work, I love doing it, that I want to do it. And I'm smiling, right? That I'm smiling when I'm, when I'm there. Yeah. Finding joy every day. I think that's so important and smiling really is, it releases a lot of tension as well. So I think that's fab and it's free. So I think everyone should give that one a go. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being a fabulous guest, Angel. And thank you for sharing such amazing insights with my listeners. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. That's it for today's episode. Do head on over to makeyourbigimpact.com to download the free guide from Angel, which sounds amazing. And I look forward to you joining me on my next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.